Jones, Driving Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein, episode 44. Welcome everyone, this is Dan, we are talking the 56th through 60th minutes of Blackenstein, home video version, and Frankenstein 80. Both two wonderful Frankenstein adjacent films from 1973, one very American, one very Italian, I'm sure you know that by now. We are entering the... Uh, the uh we're hitting that hour long mark at this point and uh uh we're gonna start with blackenstein and i would just say that yeah in, in blackenstein in the theatrical when when we get to the end of this these five minutes in the uh home video version we still have 27 minutes left we have like 17 and a half minutes left in the theatrical so we're considerably uh considerable smaller considerably smaller amount of of minutes left in the theatrical and the theatrical five minutes are five of my favorite minutes, favorite favorite minutes, favorite minutes of the theatrical. Whereas the five minutes of the video version are par for the course for the home video version of Blackenstein. So we left off with um, Winifred looking at the DNA, uh, the the um, the Blackenstein's um, Eddie's DNA in the laboratory. And uh, then uh, let's go to the next five minutes of the home video version of Blackenstein. Remembering everyone that we are beginning from the 42nd mark on the home video version on the Severin Blue. So we're going from uh, Winifred looking like she's falling asleep to the guy in the car watching the lady walk away and saying, I, I, being alone would be as much fun as being with you or whatever it is he says. And he's going to drive away, leaving her in the park by herself. So uh, in these five minutes, it's basically Winifred kind of it looks like she's thinking about it but then she looks like she's falling asleep and then the uh, Blackenstein gets up and he leaves his room again and we get to see him cross the laboratory again except this time Winifred's sleeping in the foreground and then you see him out in the woods and a couple look, who look like they're right out of like an Al Adamson film or something like that they look like they've, they look like they've driven in from another 70s filmmakers movie um, show up and it's it's the goofy guy and, and the, the lovely lady and he's trying to put the moves on her but she's not interested and she ends up storming away uh, and I do like um, uh, uh, you have uh, beautiful hair yeah I know I bet you'd like to have it touched no I don't and she gives him the what for and rambles away which is a little unfortunate because Blackenstein is out there ready to kill and um, it is it is funny because when they when they pull up they pull up sort of in the distance like like we're like it looks like we could be Blackenstein's point of view like looking through some trees on like a road in the in the woods it's maybe like Griffith Park or something where like a car pulls up but then when it ever cuts to the two of them it looks like they're on a darkened set somewhere with a couple of fake branches hanging over them and uh, there's not much to say really about them is there I mean. She, um, they're they're driving, and it it looks like they haven't pulled off the side of the road or anything. It looks like he just stops in the middle of this road going through a park, and wants to get a little hey hey, grab a little bit of hoo hoo, get a little bit of la 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 la, um, and she's not she's not up for it, and and she storms away. I I wouldn't be up for it either. He seems I don't I'm not a big fan of him. Trim those sideburns, all right. Trim those sideburns, and what's with that sweater? Did your mom put you in that sweater? Come on. Anyway. Yeah, it ends with her storming out and leaving, and she's in a miniskirt, so I'm not going to argue with that. But Blackenstein is nearby, and that worries me. 
And, I mean, what can you say about Winifred there and the monster leaving the cage thing? I mean, do we need to see him leaving the cage thing again? Do we need to see him going through the laboratory? No, we don't. But that's the joy of this home video version, which feels like every time a scene begins anew, we have to reestablish everything and do everything again. And you don't need to do that. People are, people are pretty smart when it comes to cinematic language. You don't need to do that. You know, back in the day when they used to, you know, to show time passing, you know, you show a calendar with the dates blowing away, you show a clock going forward and forward, and uh, you could stop doing that after a while. People people got the gist of it, or you could, you know, have someone say, wow, it's it's a day later, or um, well, now all I can think of is that Green Acres episode where um, Mrs. Ziffel comes to visit, I think is it her... Is her washing machine not working or something? And she comes to visit and do the washing or do something at the Douglases, and then she leaves. And then it, it cuts to Oliver sitting on the couch reading, I think probably 40 Years a Farmer. And Lisa walks in and says, well, here it is, one week later. And Oliver looks up and looks around and says, one week later than what? One week later than when Mrs. Ziffel was here doing her laundry. What does that have to do with anything? Why did you even bring that up? And I, I don't know why I brought that up here. But um, but that goes to show how, how silly these things can be. And just, just the fact that I, I love the fact that someone... I would love to know they don't have anything on the Blu-ray saying why all this extra junk was added. I mean, the film was 78 minutes. That's perfectly acceptable for a feature-length film. Why on earth did they add an extra 8 to 9 minutes of just garbage that slow the film down and make it just a logie not unappealing well sometimes unappealing sometimes unappealing why do they why do they just kind of a logie sometimes unappealing just kind of ugh, experience i mean you know a generation of people grew up watching blackenstein in this crappy version and then when the theatrical showed up people were like okay this is much snappier Geez, I feel like I should have done the theatrical, but then it would have been all wrong since the uh, since the Frankenstein eighty would have been completely off. So, but anyway, yeah, that's that's it. We get this this couple talking, and um, and Blackenstein's out there, and really nothing's happening. If this were the the theatrical version, I'd be talking about a lot more. There's really not much for me to talk about here. So, Blackenstein's in the woods. This lady, I don't know where she's going. I don't know where she. I mean, she just walks into the woods. I mean, you know, she doesn't walk down the road. I don't know. I mean, she must know where she's going, right? But but it's just like, if someone drove you into the middle of a park and you said, I'm leaving, you wouldn't walk right in the middle of the park, right? You kind of go back the way you can, try to get out of the park, right? Or, I don't know. Don't go near the park. I don't know. So anyway, um, that's what happens this minute. Um, half of it is, is this pointless setup with characters that we're not going to care about. I mean, they, they could have just, it was, it was funny, they could have just showed the woman just walking through the woods and then have her get attacked by the monster. They didn't have to do that short scene. I wonder why they, they did that. I mean, that's in the theatrical too, so they felt it was they needed some sort of setup before they kill someone? I don't know. It, it, it wasn't needed. I will tell you that. It wasn't needed. Do like, don't go in the woods. You know, and just show random people standing around and then kill them. And my, uh, I'll say my favorite part, and then I'll stop talking about this. We're going to Frankenstein eighty. My favorite part is that at least in two moments, in it's funny because you have these green branches hanging down, and then on the windshield, this guy's car, he has like a red and green sticker, and there were at least two moments where the music, which I imagine is playing on the radio, um, but I can't quite tell. But I think it's playing on the radio. It sounds like it's becoming Christmas music. 
Did you hear that? It's, it sounds like, listen to it and think of like, I think the second time it sounded like it was becoming the Feast of Stephen or Good King Winslow. Yeah, Good King Wenceslaus. Uh, looked down on the Feast of Stephen. You know, because it was like, um, it was, it was you know, they're arguing and yes, I have beautiful hair. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. It's like, dun, 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 And it's like, it suddenly became the Feast of Stephen and then it, uh, Wenceslaus and then it didn't anymore. So listen to that. that. That was the most interesting thing. Watching this doofus couple. Although, I like her. I like, yes, it's beautiful hair. I know it is. I wonder why she went out with him then. Probably free. Free movie and dinner. Huh? She must have known he was going to try that. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe he's a nice guy she works with. And who cares? She, she, she's going to get killed by Blackenstein the next minute. Maybe we're lucky he'll get killed too. By female Blackenstein. Bride of Blackenstein. Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, let's go on to Frankenstein 80 where um, uh, crazy things are afoot. 80. Well, it's not a particularly thrilling five minutes of Frankenstein 80, but it's getting the job done. We're, we're now going through Dr. Frankenstein's office, and I think they're about to find the hidden case there with the laboratory behind it. And it's funny, when, you wa- when they walk into his office you, you you open the door and you walk down a little hallway area with the file cabinet and then you enter the main area of his office when you enter the main area of his office um it's kind of a cramped space with with the desk and the, and that bookcase up against the wall that obviously opens up and another um sort of tray thing and then and then another sort of um operational space beyond the desk but it's funny because you have the question when you walk in of what's here like like we're walking in this small hallway area and and when you when you're walking towards us on the right we know that there's that 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 is the um the hallway because we've seen it we've seen them walk along the the main hallway and and into the um uh, I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to lay it out in my head so so um you walk along the main hallway into the morgue area and there and when you walk along the hallway to your left you you make a sharp left left that's the doorway and you enter the to the office of dr frankenstein then you enter that hallway and the wall on the right beyond that beyond on the other side of that wall is the hallway you just walk through the big hallway of the hospital but what's on the left what's in that big space to the left well it's the lab now granted that big space to the left uh, well, I suppose there's a lot of space in there that could be the lab, I guess. But um, but there there is the question, of course. Yeah, what what is all this space here? There, there's this huge space that is is nothing. You you know you you walk in that door and you expect all that to be open, but it's not. Most of it is closed off. Well, the, where where is that space? What's in that space? I'm sure they're not thinking that when they walk in. I think because that's sort of the first. I mean, the the reporter guy had walked in and he found the tape and he was listening to the tapes that the Dr. Frankenstein had done. I mean, I mean, you have to, if he's a scientist, he's going to do something that, I mean, obviously, um, Dr. F- the original Dr. Frankenstein had his notes and his diaries, how I did it, um, kind of thing. And um, in, in the, in the, in the 70s, although this is meant to be 1980, you'd have a tape recorder. I, I guess, yeah, you'd have a tape recorder. In 1980, I used a tape recorder when I was a little kid to record things. So that would make sense that you do that there. But it's, um, you think, you think, you think you would hide the tapes with the recording saying I have made a man out of dead body parts of brought him to life he's going around killing people you would think you'd keep that in the hidden room rather than like out in the main area that's not hidden that anyone could walk into but then Dr. Frankenstein 
he seems a bit absent-minded. He seems a little absent-minded. He seems a little aloof. I love the way near the end of the, the five minutes, he looks at the piece of chicken or whatever he has at the end of his fork, you know, like, um, what is my um, niece or daughter, whoever she is, what, my niece, her niece, right? What is my niece serving me? What the hell is this? It's like a nice little piece of white meat. Eat and enjoy. Dip it in something if you got something to dip it in and shut up. I'm kidding, of course. But yeah, so so now the um, the Schneider, the, 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 the cop and the reporter, Order and out together, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And they, um, uh, and, and, I, and I guess, I mean, they go, we, it's nice to see all the investigation I get. They go to Dr. Frankenstein's house, and it, it's funny because they could have, instead of just having Dr. Frankenstein be there and say, No, I've been in the office, I haven't seen um, Professor Schwartz or, or his, his assistant, um, they make us wait there a bit until he shows up. And then, but, the, but there is the nice thing, um, uh, we we get to see that little guy again, who 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 the reporter picked on last time, but this time he runs away, which is fun. And then Doctor Schwartz has the strawberry birthmark, and you see the strawberry birthmark on the headless corpse, and you're like, well, thank God he had that strawberry birthmark. But that does lead us there, back to there, in Doctor Frankenstein's lab. Uh, well, he doesn't really have a lab; it's an office. He he works out dissecting people. The lab is is something that's hidden away, which we're going to see shortly, and. Um, they're, 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 it's 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 kind of nice that the the strawberry birthmark. I, I love that they bring that up. I I'm like, it's it, it's a strawberry birthmark on his chest because Doctor Schwartz was well known for going around bare chested. He was well known for going around with his shirt unbuttoned down to his navel, with his his chest exposed. That's the kind of information that would only help someone who happened to have seen a headless. Um, corpse with a big strawberry birthmark on. I wonder if we saw the birthmark when he was looking at the corpses earlier. I forget. Well, it doesn't matter anyways because he knows it's there and it sends us looking for um, uh, Dr. Frank said, I think they're about to find the entrance to his lab and things are going to go all screwy. How much time do we have? we got about 29 minutes left in Frank saying, I think the, the focus is going to shift here as we discover the monster. We already know there's a monster. We know that's what the killing that's going on. And that there is a, there's a moment too. I like the, um, where you see he's, he's doing a full blood transfusion. He's basically taken Dr. Schwartz's professor Schwartz's male nurse and it's transfu trans basically taking all of the male nurse's blood and putting it into mosaic. I mean, that's crazy, right? I mean, that goes that at this point, you're nuts. Dr. Frankenstein, you're nuts. And he's going to pretend to not be nuts, but he's nuts. I mean, that was the thing is that uh, Dr. Frankenstein, the original, used dead body parts, whereas this Frankenstein is constantly, you know, the monster is constantly killing people and they're constantly using live body parts. I guess he thinks it's going to be better, but... I know the live parts seem to be rejected by the body more. I don't. I don't know what's going on. But so, so we're kicking along here. I still. I will say this, folks. I still do not have the. Um, the uh, the is it Cauldron Films is going to release an official U.S. version of this movie. And um, considering the fact that we have what six more episodes of this, um, that's probably going to take me. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Another, hopefully, hopefully. I, I mean, I will. This is early 2023, February 2023. When you're hearing this, and we will be done by 2023. It's only six episodes left. I'd love to say I could do one a week for the next six weeks, but I also have the other two minute by minutes to do, and the Happy Days podcast, and eventually Super Train, and we're hopefully getting Made for TV Mayhem back on track. But but Happy Days, we're near the end of season six with that, so if I can just get to the end of season six. I can take maybe a couple months off and finish this. I'd like to get these podcasts done. Howling 2 and 7 2, 70's Friends of Frankenstein, Spooky Minute, Spend a Ghost House. So they're now in Dr. Frankenstein's lab. Dr. Frankenstein is having some sort of chicken salad or something, and I think they're about to discover the entranceway to the 
um, laboratory. So let's let's see what happens next when we come back. Uh, we'll do when we come back. We'll do Frankenstein eighty first, and then Blackenstein. And this will be for episode forty five, which will cover minutes sixty one through sixty five of Blackenstein Frankenstein eighty. Be good to yourself and listen to this. <laughs> 